Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. And in the next 30 minutes, to withdraw or to contest the dilemma of NPP's presidential hopeful, Alan Kujotrimating, tonight after double change in time and subsequent reshuttling of a national address, we're delving to the chances of a man who saw an 85% staggering drop in popularity since he burst onto the scene, and particularly in round one of the NPP's presidential race. Uh, very disturbed about what has happened. Uh, the party must not put a shine on this kind of uh, incident. And we'll, 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 we'll have to try and understand. Alan Cash is the man we're focusing on tonight, but there's a lot of developing stories also. Plus, the special prosecutor seizing cash sums and freezing the bank account of former sanitation minister Cecilia Abunadapa moments after barely releasing them uh, after a high court order. We have details for you. And top story, as always, is brought to you by Vodafone. Further together, I am blessed to that. And uh, even before we talk about the NPP, tonight the special prosecutor has once again seized cash sums and frozen the bank accounts of former sanitation minister Cecilia Abinadapa moments after barely releasing them after a high court order. you recall that the court gave the OSP seven days to return the assets of the former minister because an action did not have a sound legal footing and was done in reaction to public sentiments. Well, the OSP has complied, but the wars of Abinadapa is far from over. Joining us now is uh, Richard Kojunyako with our legal affairs desk uh, with details of the statement uh, released moments ago by the OSP. Has the cash been released, Kojo? Well, so um, the Office of the Special Prosecutor says it has complied with a ruling and order of the High Court accredited 31st August 2023 by unfreezing the frozen bank account and investment of Cecilia Abnadapa. The OSP has also retained the seized cash terms of Ms. Dapa in the presence and assent of Ms. Dapa and her lawyers. The satisfaction by the OSP of the order of the High Court terminates the proceedings of the seizure of the cash 
amounts from Ms. Dapa commenced on 24 July 2023 and the freezing of her bank accounts and investment affected from 26 July 2023. Now, here is a twist. After releasing the seized cash and then I'm freezing the bank account, the OSP further goes on to say that further subsequent to the indicated ruling and order of the High Court and the compliance by the OSP with the said ruling and order, the special prosecutor considers that he has reasonable grounds to suspect that the cash amount seized from and returned to Ms. Dapa is tainted property and it is necessary to exercise the power of seizure to prevent the concealment or loss of said cash amount. Mm. And do we know what the status of the investigations are as of now? Well, so they say that investigations are ongoing. And so to prevent the concealment of the cash, the OSP says that they have therefore, or the OSP has invoked his statutory power under Section 321A of Act 5959 by directing the seizure from Mr. Pa of the cash amount previously seized from her. Hmm. Authorized officers of the OSP have seized such cash amount from Mr. Pa. And so that's, um, these are some details of the statement released by the Office of the Special uh, Richard Kujunyaku monitoring uh, every bit of this developing story for you. More of that uh, on news night in the next uh, 15 minutes. But now to the main subject, the new patriotic party. On Saturday was an act of total indiscipline and indecent behavior. How do we, as a decent party, go Well, uh, the voice you hear now is Alan Pujo Trevanting. After witnessing a staggering drop in round one of the new patriotic presidential uh, race. Now, all eyes have been on this gentleman, uh, especially uh, knowing that he's ex he was expected to deliver a national address, which has seen a change in time twice and subsequently reshuttling to an unknown time and venue. Tonight, details are emerging about the possible withdrawal ahead of the main race in November 4. Uh, and uh, we know that the presidential uh, correspondent who's been following all of this for us is Elton Probe, who's been uh, uh, monitoring all of this and joining us via Zoom uh, to deal with the martyrs uh, coming up. And the rumors about uh, Alan's dilemma, so whether or not he's going into the race or not. Elton, uh, first of all, uh, when was this national address supposed to have taken off and do we know if it's cancelled or what's going to be the status? Well, per the advertised notice that we had yesterday, uh, that broadcast or that news conference, first of all, the time that was given uh, was this morning, 10 a.m. and then later moved to 2 p.m. at the Bevin Peak Ambassador Hotel. And then we were told early this morning that it's been cancelled. Uh, and then, and then, fragrance to that, we know that the camp of uh, Mr. Manche Martin says that they will communicate to the public in due course. We are unclear when that due course will be. But when we probe further, we, we are now being told that there's going to be a press statement. So the news conference has now been transformed into a press statement, and that press statement is what we're all waiting for. Uh, obviously, the expectation is that that press statement will contain uh, possibly the future of this uh, candidate, uh, having, uh, of course, gone into the first round of the NPP's uh, Special Delegates Congress. Not a favorable outcome, many would describe it, but his team was confident that going into the main elections uh, on November 4, indeed, we will see some change as, as they were hopeful for. But will anything change after the statement? What are your sources telling you? 
Well, for now, I mean, there are so many things that is going around regarding exactly what Mr. Alan Chemantem is hoping to tell the public, especially relating to his presidential ambition, whether or not he will still contest the November 4 National Delegates Conference of the MPP to select a presidential candidate for the 2024 election, or he will withdraw from the race. And then if the decision is to withdraw, what then happens to his presidential ambition? Is he going to contest the presidency as an independent candidate or throw his weight behind one of the contestants in the November 4, uh, you know, Congress of the past? Now, these are, from what I'm told, uh, some of the issues that is going around within the cycles of the NDC presidential aspirants. And the reason why the press conference until was postponed, I mean, the reason that I picked is that there's still ongoing, you know, consultation regarding the announcement that we are all waiting to hear. And I gave you three scenarios that we are told is being played out in all the discussions that's taking place. Remember that what we picked is that Mr. Lanche Mountain was in the Ashanti regional capital Kumasi over the weekend. The Ashanti had and Akwesidai, the vice president, was there and some other government dignitaries were there. Were there. We told that Mr. Lanche Mountain was there. They may have had some private engagement with the Ashanti or two forces to the second. And yesterday, even, even before the flyer came out announcing the news conference this morning, uh, our sources uh, told us that he actually got to Accra quite late in the evening, and there was a meeting to fine-tune the address that meeting could not hold because he had to engage other leading, very leading members of the party from our sources, including even the former president, John Ejokum Kofor, and then it was after this meeting and the, the need for further consultation, especially uh, some push uh, some push coming from some, you know, uh, close associates, including some people who have founded him throughout the period, uh, the need to consult further on the three areas. Now, what is unclear is what Mr. Alan position is, whether he is going to contest the November 4, whether he is withdrawing from the race, whether he is going to contest the uh, next general election as an independent candidate, whether or not he's going to throw his weight behind somebody. These are the key matches. But what is clear is that a significant, you know, political moment in the life of Mr. Lanche Martin, and what is likely to be the focus of his uh, news conference, and now we are told there's going to be a press statement that is going to uh, come up very soon. The wedding, for what, I'm being, for what I'm picking, is now a bone of contention. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and, and these must be turbulent times uh, within the camp of uh, Alan Kujachemanting. And, and if uh, there's any cue uh, for us to know that this was coming, uh, it will yeah. be pointing us back to the statement uh, of uh, Alan Kujachemanting himself after the uh, round one or the special delegate uh, verdict, where he mm. claimed that there was a blot uh, on the integrity of the exercise itself. Uh, it's the reason for which those who are uh, for this decision of Alan stepping down and possibly going independent are saying he needs to do that now because of the uh, fairness of the exercise, which is not guaranteed. Well, what more are we learning about those who are supporting this move, uh, supposedly by Alan Kojochromatic? So, Blazer, if you want to reference the statement that came from his office after the Super Delegates Conference, there's a reference it makes to the outcome in which he says that I am grateful. I want to express my deep sorrow about the brutal assault 
on my polling agents in the Northeast region. This is an indelible blot to the integrity of the internal democratic process within the MPP. And it says, I wish my colleague as Philip Recovery and not President James Akram. Now, the main issue that I'm told is fooling this, you know, uh, position that has been taken by the camp of Mr. Lanchemantin, indeed Mr. Lanchemantin himself, is the fact that they have they've concluded in the assessments that the, the, that, that the playing field is not level. They show that there is a governmental and possibly a party machinery behind the Vice President Dr. Mohamed Baumia. And their thinking is that the election will never be fair, the election will never be, be transparent, because there appears to be a whip uh, by the government to get people to support the candidate of the vice president. And, and and that for them is, you know, an indication that he's never going to play well in their favor. Mm. And those who have also made a point that if you look at the Mr. Lachemantin's fortunes from 2007 until the 26th of August uh, 2023, there's been a significant decline in the, in the number of votes he's garnered since he announced his intention to become president of the republic in 2007 up until now. So clearly, he needs to do more to win the hearts and minds of the delegates. But what is what is, what is what is central within uh, the camp is that they feel that the, the, the machinery in place has been geared towards an electoral victory for the vice president, and nothing they will do will ensure transparency and fairness in the process. The reason why uh, the thinking is that you should throw in the towel. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, grateful uh, presidential correspondent Elton Brobe, who's uh, following this keenly um, as to whether or not uh, Alan Kujichamating in the statement we're expecting in any moment from now uh, would, of course, uh, communicate what the future of this uh, presidential hopeful is. Long-term ambition uh, probably might be cut short uh, due to what he terms as, you know, a blot on the integrity and fairness of the NPP's presidential race. It's the reason for which uh, we need to talk about this individual, his prospects, chances, uh, even uh, as the race continues, because Alan hasn't told us that he's stepping out of the race. So let me bring in Isaac Kofiaji, a data analyst here, joining us, uh, watching the figures closely, uh, the trend of how Alan has performed since 2007. Uh, Kofi, walk us through the details of, of his popularity, where we are now, and what's happening mm. to his candidature. So, blessed that in the absence of any surprises, Alan's participation in the November 4th National Delegate Conference will be his fourth since he appeared in the political space in 2007. So, for instance, in 2007, when he appeared and he contested against President Kufuado, he had 32.3%. Then in 2010, he came again after losing to President Kufuado. His votes now drops from 32.3% to 19.91%, a huge drop. Then he came again in 2014 from 19% in 2010. He drops to 4.75%. So if you compare from 2007 to 2014, there's been a steady decline uh, from 32% in 2007 to 4.75% uh, in 2014. Now, if you look at the superdelegate performance, for instance, the first time he participated was 2014. He had 9.89%. He went ahead to, you know, participate in the main delegate conference and he dropped from that 
you know, 87% in 2014 to the main delegates, 4.75%. If you compare what you got in 2014 in the super delegate to what you got in 2023, it is fair enough to say that there was some marginal improvement Indeed from 987 to 10.29%. Mm. But, but the, the dynamics mm. remain uh, different now. Uh, the fact that it's running against a new candidate, someone who's not contested an election mm. within the ranks of the NPP before, uh, and yet Alan's marginal gains is nothing to write, write home about. Uh, if you mm. compare that to Dr. Mahmoud Obama's votes. Yeah. Yeah, so there's what we call the Alan effect that happens in this, you know, Ashanti region. If you hold all other, you know, factors constant. So, for instance, in 2007, when Alan lost to President Tekufuado, what we saw in the Ashanti region was that uh, the Ashanti region dropped their vote by 4.5 percentage points in the main election. <laughs> that was 2007. Then in 2010, Alan loses again to President Tekufuado. Ashanti region then drops again their vote but 1.6 percentage point in the main election. And the story is the same. 2014, mm. the same thing, you know, happened where, you know, Alan then loses again to President Zekufado. But this time around in 2016, he declared or he decided to go support. on a campaign tour or support President Zekufado. Now, see what happened in the Ashanti region. They, they increased their percentage point by 5.4 percent uh, in the main, you know, uh, you know, the election. Mm -hmm. Then in 2020, when was allowed to go, you know, unopposed, what happened in the Ashanti region was that they dropped their votes then by 3.5 percentage points in the main election. So we hope to see. And so that's the trajectory of the man we're talking about, popularly known as Alan Cash. Uh, and of course, uh, his cash would definitely uh, have to matter going into the major exercise, which is he claims, uh, of course, uh, is, is being thwarted by some factors that are not creating a playing field uh, for all the presidential aspirants going into this uh, race. It's the reason for which uh, I want to hear from political analyst Dr. Kobe Mensah, who's joining us, uh, and also a lecturer at the University of Ghana, Dr. Asasante, uh, political scientist as well, uh, joining the conversation. Uh, uh, Dr. Mensah, you earlier conducted a survey, uh, as we recall, which showed that Alan Kujutra Martin could win the November 4 race. You still stand by those details? Well, absolutely. I said that uh, we had conducted in a survey uh, both uh, directly with the party's delegates and obviously in the nationally. And each of these uh, surveys that we've conducted actually shows that uh, the the MPP you know, delegates are actually looking for uh, someone who will be competitive, and they select Alan Chermantin as the one who is competitive. Uh, the same applies to the country when we did a survey, you know, of the people, and uh, they selected Alan Chermantin as the most competitive. But, of course, uh, we also said that if the November election is heavily influenced, you know, as they did uh, with the superdelegates uh, by money, then of course that could actually change the scenario. Uh, obviously, we've had quite a, num a number of issues with the superdelegates in the uh, elections as heavily influenced by money, 
and intimidation. And then, of course, if those situations would prevail in November, perhaps that could play a role. But given the uh, the actual person, I mean, the kind of person that they want, you know, in the November, uh, I think a lot of people have actually chosen Alan Chamantan as the most competitive. Uh, and now the gentleman himself believes that there's a blot on the integrity of the exercise. The reason for which, uh, you know, within his company, look, um, some asking him to defect, go independent and run the race so he can, uh, of course, become president of the republic. Others feel that in spite of the odds, go ahead, challenge the establishment candidate who many say appears to be uh, the vice president, Dr. Mahmoud Abamia. Of course, I mean, uh, the country itself, I mean, you hear quite a lot of people unhappy with what we call the geopoly, uh, where you have the NDC and MPP changing the, the buttons you know, every now and then. And so uh, most people have actually expressed that kind of opinion that there must be a third force. Uh, in the past, whenever we have had a certain force, it hadn't actually been to the level where you think they can wrestle power. Obviously, we had you know, Abu Sakara being a, a very formidable candidate for CPP. At some point, we had Papoko Sindhu for CPP as well. Very formidable. But they couldn't actually make the kind of impact we thought. Papoko Sindhu went on to establish the PPP and still couldn't actually make the kind of, uh, kind of uh, uh, force or impact that we expected. Clearly, uh, Chamantin is not in the same league as uh, Papa Kwesindum and uh, Abu Sakara, uh, you can argue, because he had been, you know, contesting an MPPs, you know, uh, what do you call it, delegates, I mean, MPPs in general elections for quite some time. He's one of the most known political, you know, uh, personalities in the country. He perhaps wields a different kind of strength than in the past. So perhaps if he had to go independent, which we don't know yet, I think it would be a very huge, you know, statement. And it would be, in my view, it would be a shattering in the country because people might think that perhaps, you know, we have the kind of force that they've been looking for. Don't forget, in those times, CPP and PPP era, now we didn't have that craze for a third force that we do now. And then, of course, as I said, the candidate that actually stood and the parties that they stood on were not as, as, as strong and as uh, known as, as we do have uh, with uh, what do you call Alan Chamante, for example. So perhaps that would be a huge statement and that could actually bring it a different dynamics altogether. And we are getting a bit of an update on the story. Gentlemen, just hold on for me. Uh, Dr. Sasanti, I'll come back to you shortly. Uh, but then now that statement that we've been on the lookout for uh, when the stand is out, Alan Kujutramating has finally uh, spoken on what the future holds for his uh, candidature. Of course, the race to become flag bearer of the new patriotic party. Elton Brobe uh, left us a few minutes ago. He's back now with details and updates on what the future holds. Elton? So, Blessed Jesus came in some few seconds ago, and uh, I can just run by you the content of the statement. 
And it starts by saying that on Sunday, I issued a public statement which made reference to the selection and uh, short selection of presidential aspirants by the electoral, uh, electoral committee of the party. I don't know if, if, if I'm still on. I'm, I'm with you. I can, I'm can. i just following through with a statement. All right, so let me yes. start by saying that I issued a public statement which made reference to the selection and shortlisting of presidential aspirants by the Special Electoral College convened by the New Patriotic Party on the 26th of August 2023. After ha- having carefully analyzed the results of the said election, it is absolutely clear to me from the events leading to during and after the election that the Special Delegates Conference was strategic, stra- strategically and tactically skewed in favor of one particular aspirant. The pronouncement made by some leading members of our party, both before and after the election, also lent credence and weight to my observation. The level of intimidation of varying intensity, directly and indirectly, unleashed on a significant number of delegates at various polling centers across the system regions is unprecedented in the history of our party. In addition, the fact that my polling agent in the Northeast region has suffered severe damage to his eyesight arising from his bold and courageous effort to ensure compliance with the very rules and regulations for the conduct of the election as approved by the presidential election committee will forever remain a dark spot in the history of internal elections within the MPP. This incident and various acts of violence and collusion reported in other voting centers are appalling, unquestionable and despicable. I am committed to and value the safety of those who work with me and for me, and I will always fight for their interests. The question I keep asking myself is, how did we get here as a party in the first place? And how far are we prepared to tread on this dangerous path to self-destruction? Regrettably, I am not convinced that the circumstances I have referred to earlier will not persist or even be escalated in the next round of election for which balloting is scheduled for Wednesday, 6th of September, 2023. In light of the foregoing, I wish to confirm that I am honorably withdrawing from the process that will lead to the presidential primaries to be held on the 4th of November, 2023. In the next upcoming week, I will provide an indication of the role I will play in politics in Ghana after consultation with my family and other world wishes, various stakeholders and interest groups. I wish all the other aspirants as well as uh, as they continue on their journey. I also wish to use the opportunity to express my profound gratitude to once again to my family, the Island for President campaign team, and all my team supporters in Ghana and, and around the world who have supported me in diverse ways over the years. Please be assured that the battle is still the laws and that those who wait upon the law shall have their strength renewed. God bless our homeland Ghana and make our nation strong and key to uh, to to again. Uh, we echo is the fact that he says, I am not convinced that the circumstances I have referred to earlier will not persist or even be escalated in the next round of election for which balloting is scheduled for tomorrow, Wednesday, 6th of September, uh, 2023. In light of the foregoing, I wish to confirm that I am honorably withdrawing from the process that will lead to the presidential primaries to be held on the 4th of November, 2023. In the next upcoming weeks, I will provide an indication of the role I will play in the politics of Ghana after consultation with my family and other well wishes, various stakeholders and interest groups. So this is coming from Alan John, Project Chairman 10, withdrawing from the MPP presidential research stated, uh, which has been fixed for the 4th of November 2023. And in the coming days, 
he will announce his next political future. Bless it. And uh, you're getting to hear that, you know, for the very first time on Joy 99.7 FM. Uh, indeed, we're independent, fearless and credible, uh, bringing you this breaking story. Uh, forerunner in the NPP's presidential race, Alan Kojutremating, officially communicating to the people of Ghana that he is no longer in the race. Uh, and uh, quite an instructive question is asking there. How did we get here as a political party in the first place? And how far are we prepared to tread on this dangerous path to self-destruction? As to what that means, uh, you know, we'll wait to see. Uh, and, of course, continue the analysis as, as it unfolds um, in the next few minutes on Newsnight. Dr. Kobi Mensah and Dr. Asasante all joining us to do some analysis on this. More on this in the next few minutes. Please stay. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 